Shalom to all. Today's office Yushami Bracha Staf Memhe. We are starting about halfway through the Amud at the two dots with the words Minailin Elah. And in the Vilna Tsura Sadaf, it's Lamad Alpha Mud Aleph, the second line at the two dots. And today's office sponsor Lili Nishmas, Mars Miram Sarabas of Yaakov Maisha, Hernish Shama Shadavan Aliyah. And the Gemara says Minailin Elah. How do we know that one should daven Elah? Now, why are we discussing Elah? So this is either because we've been talking about Shachrus Mincha Mairvin Musaf, all of which correspond to something. So what about Elah? Now, others explain that this is coming from the previous Gemara. On the bottom of Mem Dalar we had a story that on Yom Kippur, Rav told his attendant to bring him his cloak just as the sun is hitting the tops of the palm trees so that he could daven. Now, we originally understood that he wanted to daven Mincha. However, the Gemara had concluded with a memra that Rav daven Mincha before Plag. If so, that must be that the Yom Kippur story was referring to Rav davening Ne'ilah, and the Gemara is going to speak this out explicitly later on. So either which way we're talking about Ne'ilah, and how do we know that we're supposed to daven Ne'ilah? So Amar he answers, we have a Pasuk that tells us, Gam ki tarbu tefillah. Even if you increase your tefillah, and the Pasuk continues, Eneni shemea, I'm not going to listen, Yideichem domim maleu, because your hands are full of blood. Mikan, we see from here, Shekola marva betfilo nene, anyone that increases their davening, and they daven a lot, they're going to be answered. And the only reason why this Pasuk says that they're not going to be answered is because their hands are full of blood. But if that's not the situation, then when a person daven a lot, they will be answered. But now the Gemara tells us, This seems to be a switch in Reb Levi's shita. That's because Taman Amar of Abba Bered of Papi Reb Yeshua the Sechnin B'Shem Reb Levi. So we have a member in the name of Reb Levi. The Pasuk tells us, Bechal Etzev Yeh In all toil there is profit, Udvar Svasayim Ach Lamachsar. But the word of the lips only detracts. And Chana, the mother of Shmuel, Ayidei Shiribas Betfila, since she increased her tefila, she davened a lot, Katsur Biyam of Shel Shmuel, she actually shortened the life of Shmuel. Shamar, she told her husband Elkana, when he he said, why don't you come up to be Ilarega with me? But she had baby Shmuel. So she told her husband, when he grows up, I'm going to send him to the Mishkan, and he's going to be there, which means forever. Meaning once he grows up, then I'll send him to the Mishkan and he'll be there forever. Now, the entire life of any given Levi is 50 years. Because the Pasuk says, and when a Levi is 50 years old, he has to return from the Tzva Avaida, meaning he doesn't do Avaida in the base of Mikdash anymore. So by her saying that Shmuel's going to stay in the Mishkan, Ad Oilam, even though she didn't intend for him to die at the end of his 50-year service in the Mishkan, that's what happened. So we see that because she davened too much, her son actually died young. The Gemara just asks as an aside, Shmuel died when he was 52, not when he was 50. So Rabbi Yisrael, he answers, the two extra years, meaning he died at 52 and not at 50, that's because it took two years to wean him. And so those two years weren't part of the Cheshben. So we just conclude our question, but over here, he says this, meaning over here we had quoted Rabbi Levi saying that the Pasuk of Gam Kitar Butfila tells us that a person should daven a lot. So Gemara says, no stira, I amra ken liyachid ken litzibor. One is referring to an individual, one is referring to a tzibor. When an individual davens too much, that could be detrimental. But when a tzibor davens a lot, meaning ni'ilah, the tzibor is davening ni'ilah together, that's a good thing and no bad's going to come from that. But now we're going to have the opposite understanding of Chana. Reb Chia says, B'Shem Reb Yechanan, and Reb Shem Ben Chalafta B'Shem Reb Meir. The Pasuk by Chana tells us, V'hayaki hir b'sal l'spal al Hashem, and it was when she increased her davening to Hashem. Mikan nene. From here we learn that someone that increases their tefillah, they daven a lot, they will be answered. It's because of this Pasuk that Shmuel was born in the first place. So we see that it wasn't to Chana's detriment that she davened a lot, it was to her benefit. And now the Gemara says, When is Ne'ilah supposed to be davened? At what point in time during the day? So Rabbanon of and Amrin, the Rabbanon of Kesaria say, Ispalgon Rav, Rabbi Yechon, Rav and Rabbi Yechon argue about this. Rav Amar Rav says, It's when the gates of Shemaim are closing. When do the gates of Shemaim close? Well, the sun sets by passing through the open gates of Shemaim, the light fades, and then the gates close. So Ne'ilah, Shari Shemaim, is at night, which means, according to Rav, Ne'ilah is davened at night. Whereas Rabbi Yechon and Amar, Rabbi Yechon says, Ben Ilah, Shari Hechal, it's when the Hechal of the Beis 
Mikdash is closed, and that's still during the day. Now, Amr Rav Yudon Antirdaya, Rav Yudon Antirdaya says, Masisa Messiah Rabbi Yechanan, we have a mission that's arrived for Rabbi Yechanan. The mission says as follows, Bishlosha Prakim, on three occasions, Hakaihanim Nisanis Kapayhem, the Kaihanim Dunisis Kapayhem, they do Berchas Kaihanim, Arbapa Ambayim, four times during the day, which is Bishachras, Bamosav, Bimincho, Bin Ilas Sha'arim, at Shachras, Mosav, Mincho, and at Niila. And when were these three occasions? Betanias on public fast days. So when they had a public fast day, which is usually because of a drought, because they didn't have enough rain, they had a whole setup of Tfilas, and one of those Tfilas was Niila. Uvamamadais, and at the Mamadais, what were the Mamadais? So just like Kahanim were divided into 24 Mishmaris, there was also 24 groups of Yisraelim that were Am Yisrael's representatives who were present when the carbon Talmud was brought. Now, besides for the ones present in the Beis Hamikdash, there were also other Anche Maimid that remained in their towns who fasted and said special Tfilas, including the Ela. And last we have Yom Kippurim and Anyam Kippur, and we all know that Anyam Kippur we have an Ela. Now, based on top, here's the Raya: Is the Chameimar Neila Shari Shemayim? Are you really able to say like Rav that we say Neila at Neila Shari Shemayim, which is at nighttime? That can't be because what did the Mishnah say? Bayoim. The Mishnah said that there's three occasions that we're going to say Birchos Kaihanim four times during the day, and according to Rav, Neila said at night. So this Mishnah is a Raya for Rabbi Yechanan. And now going back to the story that we quoted at the beginning of today's Gemara: Achad de'imed Rav Ada, the brother of the mother of Ada, meaning Rav Ada's uncle, Havatzayr Gulsei the Rav. He watched the overcoat or the cloak of Rav, but Zuma Rabbah on Yom Kippur. Amr Lay, Rav told him, When you see the sun at the tops of the palm trees, give me my garment, give me my overcoat, so that I could daven ni'ilah. So here we have the Gemara speaking out explicitly that the tefillah that Rav wanted to daven was not mencha, but it was ni'ilah. But now the Gemara says, It seems to me that we have a switch or a steer in the sheet of Rav. Tamad Amar over there, he said, Bin Ilas Shari Shemayim. That when is Ilas supposed to be davened? When the gates of Shemayim are being closed, which is already at nighttime. The Ka'amar, and over here, it seems to be that he's saying, Bin Ilas Shari Hechol, when the Hechol is being closed, because he asked for his coat to daven Ilah while it was still daytime. Tamar of Masi answers, I did to have a Marech Rabbit Sloise Sagin. Since Rav used to daven a very long tefillah, have a Magil and Ilas Shari Shemayim, he would reach an Ilas Shari Shemayim, which means he was still davening Ilah by the time the Ilas Shari Shemayim came around, which was nighttime, which means that Rav holds that Ne'ilah is started during the day, but one has to daven Ne'ilah into the night. And the Gemara continues to talk about Ne'ilah. Ne'ilah ma'usha tiftar shal erev. Does Ne'ilah patter the evening tefillah? Meaning, according to Rav, if a person is going to be davening Ne'ilah and it's already nighttime, so maybe Ne'ilah could be in place of Ma'riv and he shouldn't have to daven Ma'riv after Ne'ilah. So Rav Abba and Rav Huna say, B'shem Rav, Ne'ilah patter shal erev. Then Ne'ilah patters the evening tefillah, meaning one does not have to daven Ma'riv once they finish Ne'ilah. Now, Amr Leir of Abba Rav Huna, Rav Abba asked Rav Huna, how could it be that Ne'ilah could be in place of Ma'riv? How does he mention Havdalah? We know that Havdalah, which is Atachan Antanu, is mentioned in the bracha of Atachainain. Well, if he's not going to be davening Mayriv and he's only going to be davening Ne'ila, how does he say Havdalah? Now, Amr of Yenler of Abba, Rav has a question of his own that he asked Rav Abba, How could seven brachas patter 18? Mayriv has 18 brachas in it, whereas Ne'ila only has seven. So, how could the seven brachas of Ne'ila patter the 18 brachas of Mayriv? So, Amr of Abba told Rav Yenna, wasn't already refuted. I already asked a good question on Rav Shita. So why are you asking another question? I already knocked Rav's shita away. So Amrlay, Rav Yon responded, Begin the Tosfas Tiftel? Just because you refuted it, now that means there's no more shita anymore, it ceases to exist, it's been nullified, it's possible that the question you asked is going to be answered, and at least we'll still be remaining with my question. And nothing more continues with this. Amrav Yesi, says, Mad Akshi Rav Abba Kashiyeos. That which Rav Abba asked regarding Havdalah, that's a good question. Mad Akshi Rav Yoyna, Loi Kashiyeos. That which Rav Yoyna asked regarding 18 brachas and 7, that's not a good question. Kal 
They were more makele with him because he's fasting. That the seven brachas of Ne'ilah could patter the 18 brachas of Mayriv. Usually we wouldn't say that seven brachas could patter 18, but particularly in the case of Ne'ilah, since he's fasting, we're going to be makele with him. Now, if Abba Bar Mamel, Omar Lechavraya, he said to these Chachamim, Mayrim in Kulchan Shamis, from all of your discussion I hear, She'in Ne'ilah Pater Shel Erev, then Ne'ilah does not patter Mayriv. And Rav Suun B'Shem Rav Shubin Levi says, E'in Ne'ilah Pater Shel Erev, then Ne'ilah does not patter Mayriv. And Raya for this, that even though a person daven Ne'ilah, he still has to daven Mayriv, Amr Rabbi Yezir Rabban, Betani Every single day, a person has to have an 18 brachas, that's for Mayriv. And that includes B'Matzei Shabbos, on Matzei Shabbos, U'v'Matzei Yom Kippurim, and on Matzei Yom Kippur, U'v'Matzei Tainat Sibur, and Matzei Tainat Sibur. So we see that even though a person was fasting, and a person daven Ne'ilah, and Ne'ilah was daven that night, still he has to daven Mayriv. And more about Ne'ilah of Yitzchak Bar Nachman says, B'Shem Rebbe Shubin Levi, Yom Kippurim Shechaliyas B'Shabbos. When Yom Kippur falls out on Shabbos, Afal Pi She'en Ne'ilah B'Shabbos. Even though on a standard Shabbos, we don't have Ne'ilah, Mazker Shal Shabbos bin Elah, we still mention Shabbos in Ne'ilah. One might have thought that on a standard Shabbos, there's no Ne'ilah, so there's no reason to mention Shabbos in Ne'ilah. So over here, Abishu Levi is telling us that we still mention Shabbos in Ne'ilah. And something similar to this, Memvav Hamadalf on the top, Oisvan Aleh, they added on to this, then Rosh Chodesh, Shechaliyas B'Tainas Sibur, if Rosh Chodesh falls out on a Tainas Sibur, Afal Pisha in Ne'ilah Rosh Chodesh, even though there's no Ne'ilah on a standard Rosh Chodesh, Masker Shal Rosh Chodesh bin Ne'ilah, we will mention Rosh Chodesh in Ne'ilah. Now, what does that mean that Rosh Chodesh fell out on a Tainas Sibur? So obviously, nowadays, there's no public fast days on Rosh Chodesh. This refers to back in the day, when there was two things different. Firstly, it was unclear when Rosh Chodesh would be. Adam had to come and testify when it would be Rosh Chodesh. It could be this day, it could be the next day. So that's the first thing. Now, the second thing is that they would establish a series of fast days due to a lack of rain. So the next X amount of Mondays and Thursdays, we're going to have fast days. So therefore, it's possible that one of these predetermined fast days would fall out on a day that became Rosh Chodesh. And it's on that fast day's Ne'ilah that we'll mention Rosh Chodesh. We're going to stop here for the day. Pick up tomorrow, continuing with similar halachas. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.